0: Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen... It's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com.
1: Welcome to Hour 2 of Radio Law Talk. It is the 20th of January, 2024. Everybody's getting rained on and soaked uh, during this January Thank you for being here. I'm with my co-hosts, Todd Kunin and Denise Dirks. We have our producer, Cal Hunter, behind the glass. We are having an excellent time. Hour one was phenomenal. Hour two is going to be even better. We're going to talk about Tiffany Lee case. We're going to talk about a Madonna case. Goldfish, some absolutely tragic things concerning goldfish. What type of goldfish am I talking about? The ones that swim around in the little koi pond? or in your little tank, or the ones that you eat from Pepperidge Farms. I'm not sure. We'll wait till you uh, find out if you listen a little bit longer. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Don't take what we say as gospel truth. We're here to entertain, and we're here to have a good time, and maybe sometimes you might get something out of it. Uh, Seek local counsel. That's very important. If you want to call us, you can call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, or you have a question or want to Talk to us. Do an info, I-N-F-O, at radiolawtalk.com, and that is our website, radiolawtalk.com. You can look at all kinds of cool stuff on our site, including old shows. You can go look up uh, us talking about, I always say, Johnny Depp Amber Heard case, if you want to do that, or the Adelson case. We're, we talked about that hour one. We're going to go into the Adelson case for the next probably uh, you know six months, eight months. That's an interesting uh, case out of Florida. Uh, So we've got a lot of fun things to talk about. But before we do all that, we do a thing called Case or No Case. Cal, roll it.
0: Now it's time to play Case or No Case. All right, here we go. Fred, you're You're on deck here. Here we go. Fullerton, California. Francis Brewer's parents had some beautiful trees lining their property. There were only two houses on their dead end cul-de-sac, and these trees provided the only privacy between the two homes. Their neighbor put in a lovely pool, and with it, the neighbor thought, came special pool privileges, so much that the neighbor decided those pesky trees were blocking the sun from his new pool. The neighbor asked Francis' parents to cut the trees down. They said, no, we don't think so. (laughs) So the evil neighbors bought some metham sodium poison, dumped it on the roots on their side of the lot on the trees that faced their house. The trees started dying, They went to Francis's parents and said, well, looks like you're going to have to take down those trees or they're going to die and fall on your house. Francis's parents felt unsafe after that, ended up taking out the trees. They went to their attorney, wanted to get compensation from their neighbor. Yes, they wanted to know, Fred Penny, if they had a case or
1: no case. This is a case, Cal. I'm going to say that because this occurs. This is a very interesting topic that comes up often. People ask me this and i've never i'll be right now, uh, honest with you i i i know i've looked this up before what the law is about that but i can't remember <laughs> uh, there's there's the issue of two things not only the roots coming across so it's in the neighbor's the trees on the neighbor's yard but the roots come across into your property and land and the tree branches hang over into your land can you cut those branches off and or can you kill the trees roots can you in other words hey, I'm going to poison my backyard in that area because I don't want any grass there. And if it kills the roots, it kills the roots, right? So who is liable for that? And that cow, cal- I absolutely have no idea. I don't recall, <laughs> but I'm, I'm thinking out loud here. Uh, but So it's a case, and I'm going to say the winner is the people who own the trees because it's California and Fullerton, and for some reason in California they think uh, everything – has more rights than the humans. <laughs> trees are people, trees, too. Pe- tre- trees <laughs> exactly. are people. Uh, i just teasing you. but um, So I'm going to say, if this was in Idaho, I'd say the winner would be the guys who who, who poured the po- poison. Uh, but in California, I'm going to say the winner is the homeowner with the trees, and they cannot pour poison on the roots, even though I think they should be able to. It's on their property, wherever it's on their property. All right, good one. Uh, Todd, what do you think about that? Yes, the good old
2: case of Arborside. Yes. I, uh, you, do you remember Remember Saturday Night Live? They had the Jack deep thoughts by Jack Handy. And one of them was, uh, if trees could scream, would we be so cavalier in cutting them down? <laughs> by the way, the trees were well liked.
0: Yes, they were poplar. Yeah.
1: Okay. No. Okay. Kiss my ash. Okay. Uh, I'll cut it down if it's a poplar. <laughs> Those things are messy.
0: Right. Exactly.
2: I, I you know, I, I agree with Fred. I, I think that I know that there's the case of the property that the concept that keeps coming back to my mind and it probably doesn't apply in this case. But, you know, you can't do something on your property that weakens the foundation enjoyment of somebody else's property. For example, if if. Fred has a house and it's up like next to mine. I can't dig this really large hole next on solely on my property next to Fred's house because that causes the foundation to become weak and you get landslide and it would it would adversely affect Fred's property. You can't do that. And so, uh, I, I think my gut tells me there's a similar principle here. And so I'm going to say yes, there is a lawsuit filed. And I think the owner of the tree wins because of the. Uh,
0: because the folks, they they killed their trees. Yeah, they, they they murdered their neighbor's property. Denise, what do you think about this case or no
3: case? Did you say that the trees were actually on the property line or they were near near adjacent the property to it, line? Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. they they weren't. So who's? property line were they on
0: they were on the parents property line they were in the, they were on the parents property the guy built the pool and said hey this is shading my pool they've got to come down they said no, okay they so yeah, they were
3: right. on the other neighbor's right. property yeah the ones yeah. without the pool yeah. i thought it was just lining it like on the street or something mm-hmm. okay all right um then i have to rethink this okay um
0: stand by for vamping
3: <laughs> i thought fullerton was just like one big huge cement city
0: they have cement trees
4: <laughs>
3: okay, I'm just going to be a different than these guys. I'm going to say, no case you made the whole thing up.
2: Well, that Denise, that's uh, a good one. I a, mean, that that pretty much ensures
0: that whatever happens, Cal won't get points. So, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the whole point, isn't it? And after all, I'm thinking of Clint Eastwood in the movie Paint Your Wagon. I talk to the trees, but anyway, <laughs> here's the point. First off, you need to know this. It's not legal for a private person to have metham sodium and administer it without a permit or under somebody's supervision. Mm. Metham sodium is bad stuff. Cities use it to clean sewer lines. That's, I mean, it's very powerful stuff. But the point is, this is a true story, but no case was ever filed. Oh, Denise, you uh, nailed it. Parents just cut him down and said, you know what? We hate you, neighbor. I wonder what the the law is on that. I don't know what the law on that is. That's interesting. I think it depends on the state. I know we had one oh, in Mexico. Yeah, where a guy cut down the yeah. branches on his side of the fence, but that ended up killing their neighbor's tree and the judge said, "Well, it's over over your property line. Of course you can." But yeah. like you say in Idaho they go, "Yeah, sure. Yeah. Do whatever
1: you want." Yeah. yeah that's interesting. That was, uh, I think, in California, you got to be very... I, and I think, also, there's, there's two things. It's not just state law, but a lot of counties or cities have their own ordinances that say what you can and can't do with, with vegetation trees. True. Oh, my gosh, oh, Malibu, don't even get started with me. Yeah. And uh, if you cut down a tree in certain areas uh, of Northern California uh, and you're not in
0: the forest, people have little kittens right there in front of you. Uh, so, yeah, you're right yeah, about that. Malibu's oh.
1: interesting. That. Yeah, well, when we come back, we've got a lot to talk about. Tiffany Lee Denise is going to get into the Tiffany Lee case. Madonna Todd's going to talk about, and I'm going to talk about goldfish. Not going to tell you which type. We'll be back.
0: And next hour on Case or No Case, we will talk about the reluctant tenant and the irritated landlord. That's next time on Case or No Case. We'll be right back with more on Radio Lockup. Stick around. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't
2: know what i do. Man, I know this place right down the road, quick quack car
1: Hop inside, let's take a ride And watch this cadet shine Just come and see, I guarantee Your ride will steal the show Come on, quick quack car wash Don't drive that dirty car Uh Quick quack car wash They'll have you looking sharp
6: If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's
0: 800-251-0427. What does that got to do with anything? Everything. We all go a little mad sometimes. Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk.
1: Denise, tell us who Tiffany is. Tiffany Lee. Who is Tiffany Lee?
3: Tiffany Lee is an um, uh, an heiress um, of about, a, I think it was like 111000 or a million, sorry, $111 million. Her family's from China, and they are very, very, very wealthy. And what happened is she had a boyfriend who became the father of her children. She has two daughters with him. And then they broke up, and she actually then got involved with uh, a notorious marijuana seller, for better description. Um, So the father of her children, Keith Green, he comes up missing. And she's a little suspicious, you know. (laughs) Um, th- her phone and his phone pinged different places like they were together that last night. And, you know, all these different things happen. So she was actually arrested and then charged with his murder. And she posted a $35 million bell. That's crazy, right? Where does she live? She's from China initially. And, uh, oh, this all happened in um, Hillsboro. So they call her the Hillsboro. It must be
1: Oregon. There's Hillsboro, Oregon, is it?
3: No, it's mm, not. Mm. It's actually not. It's um.
1: Don't worry about. It. I'll figure. We'll yeah, figure it
3: out. it's it's not. But in any event, um, what happened is that it was alleged that she paid her drug boyfriend to kill her, um, the father of her children. So what happens is that another person ends up he uh, like confessing to helping to roll um, Keith Green's body down a hill and dispose of the body.
1: Roll it down the hill. Yes,
3: so basically down this big, deep ravine so his body could not be found. And when he confessed, he confessed basically to accessory after the fact. He said that Lee and her boyfriend came to his house and had um, Keith Green in the front seat, and Keith Green was already dead. Right? And so...
1: Just sitting there. Almost sounds like uh, a Christmas vacation. You know, Aunt Elda sitting on top of the, the car. Or
3: Life with Bernie or whatever. Yeah, remember weird. that one where the Bernie guy was weekend, dead? Weekend yeah, with Bernie's. Weekend, weekend with at Bernie's. At Bernie's. <laughs> yeah. So any, in any event, so they're all charged, except for the 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 one guy that said he, he confessed. They're all charged. And you know what happens? It's like both the boyfriend and Lee get off they're acquitted of the murder the guy that confessed to accessory after the fact is com- is um, he because he confessed he's given jail time and so then what happens at the same time when when Lee is acquitted she's also getting sued by her hus- her uh, the father of the children's estate on behalf of his estate and oh, the children Oh the
1: children that's right so they want the money
3: they want the money now During this time, who has custody of the children? Lee. Lee has custody of her own children, yet the estate of the father is suing her for money for the children. And you know what happens? She settles with the estate and on behalf of the children for $11 million, and that will be paid... Um, At the time, the two children are 18 each, you know, each turn 18, they're going to get part of that money. And the idea was to allow those children to be free of both moms and maternal grandparents money so that they could truly be independent at that time. This, this is you can't make this stuff up. No, that's amazing.
2: You know, you know, the interesting thing in this is just from an evidentiary standpoint. So we've got the one guy who essentially confesses because he says that Lee and her boyfriend brought the dead body over and I helped them dispose of it. Right. So the question that I have immediately is, all right, um, did the guy who said that, did that defendant ever take the witness stand? And he probably did not. Because he didn't testify, and if he, confessed in a, in a, uh, if he confessed in an interrogation, that statement would be admissible as to him, because he's a defendant, it's his statement, and it's admissible as to him. But the jury, deciding whether or not Lee, deciding whether or not the boyfriend was guilty of murder, could never hear that statement, unless that guy actually took the stand. His tape record, his recorded confession, that that can't be played in front of the jury because it's not, it's hearsay at that point. As to Lee, it's hearsay as to the boyfriend, and so that could be why they are not they are found not guilty. Is that if different juries were hearing that evidence against them, they never heard this confession. If that guy didn't take the stand, exactly. So they're acquitted of it.
3: They're acquitted, but here's the other thing: if he had not. Pled guilty, in other words, to accessory after the fact. Mm-hmm. Then he would be off. Yeah, he would be off.
1: Yeah, she's by the way is in it's a California case, and it was I think it's ten million or was it eleven total? I thought it was ten million. Oh but,
3: no, no! Well, well, you have to remember she paid the um, attorney, right? Oh, and she gotcha. paid the estate, so. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, was five million per child, per and kid. then the other million was nice. for the estate and for the attorney. Well, uh,
1: that, they, that was interesting. The, uh, they are that they're big developers. What they do for a living, how they made their money is they're developers. The family, but uh,
3: she went back to China now with the two girls.
1: Well, that I didn't know. Yes, <laughs> Well, I'd be smart. Head on out, Todd.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, look, Madonna. Well, this, this will be a quick one, because we've got a break coming up here. But Madonna, like
3: y- y- yeah, Well,
2: uh, she has been able to sing that for a while. <laughs> so uh, Madonna, you know, rock stars, notorious for being late, showing up late for their concerts, doing whatever. Madonna's notorious for doing that. Well, now... Couple of concert goers in New York are, are taking her to task of following a tired of it. Yeah, they filed a lawsuit. They said, "Look, you showed up two hours late for your start time. By the time the concert gets out at one o'clock in the morning, good luck finding public transportation to get us home. We all got jobs to go to. We, you know, we. It's not like we could sell the tickets because they're of no value that by that time because it's so late. And so Madonna's going to have to face a lawsuit, which she probably I don't know if she knows about it because of her tardiness." Wow. And I say, it's about time. Hold these rock stars accountable.
1: Madonna's coming to the Northern California area. Yeah. We'll be back. Stay tuned. As Fred said, there's more Radio Law Talk coming right up
0: on many great local radio stations coast to coast. And when that doesn't work out, also available at no charge, streaming at radiolawtalk.com. Just click listen live. We'll be back. contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the
4: FDA. One out of eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. And the chances are you know at least one person who's been personally affected. But right now, you can help. It's simple. It's simple. Donate your unwanted vehicle, RV, or trailer to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. It's the easiest way to contribute to one of the nation's leading charitable organizations. The process is fast, easy, and free. Not only will you be helping, but you'll also receive a tax deduction. The United Breast Cancer Foundation offers an array of programs and services that help and support families and individuals dealing with breast cancer. But we can't do it alone. We need your help. Simply give us a call to get started, and we'll schedule a pickup date that is convenient for you. If you have any questions you would like answered before initiating the donation process, please feel free to call us toll-free at 800-511-6075. That's 800-511-6075. 800-511-6075.
7: Attention. has ever offered call 800-501-2533 800-501-2533 one-stop tax relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars call now for a free consultation get the irs off your back call 800-501-2533 800-501-2533 one-stop tax relief shop
4: Every 40 seconds, a kid is reported missing. Find the Children provides educational material that teaches your kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs are very successful in bringing kids back home to their family. You can help protect our kids and bring the missing kids home safe by donating your unwanted car, truck, SUV, or van. Running or not, we guarantee you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast free pickup, usually within 24 hours. Over 2,000 kids are reported missing every day. Call now to donate your vehicle. Donate now to bring these kids home safe.
1: Call 800 771 4877. 800 771 4877. 800 771 4877.
7: Interest rates and inflation are out of control. Is your credit card debt also out of control? It's time to resolve your debt and take back control for a lot less than what you owe. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, then you need to call us right now. Debt Fix Pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe, and you could be debt-free faster than you think. I knew we had to do something.
0: Our debt was growing.
3: It was getting out of control and we just didn't know what to do.
0: We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt.
3: It really was amazing and now we're back in control.
7: Call now and we'll show you how easy it is to fix your debt. The call and consultation are free. Call Debt Fix Pros right now at 800-580-7703, 800-580-7703,
0: 800-580-7703. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer problem. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right
3: then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius me oriere por purpurium juris Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise.
0: Next time we'll try it in English, if that's okay.
1: Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can't we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues, and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here.
0: Well, we could, I
2: guess. Uh, but... Let's, well,
1: let's have, have Todd do it. Do it. Me?
2: <laughs> read disclaimers? What?
4: I got a guy. I think you may have run into him. I thought you were happy-go-lucky.
1: No, no, no. I'm not happy. I'm not lucky, and I don't go.
7: That is Armadillo.
1: Now,
0: Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny.
4: So, in
1: 1952, there is a Swiss biscuit company that manufactures this little tiny biscuits in the shape of a fishy. In 1962, Pepperidge Farms goes, hmm, that's a good idea. By the
2: way, Pepperidge Farms remembers everything. I
1: love the Pepperidge (laughs) Farm food. And they make these little goldfishes. And kids, grandkids, everybody loves the little goldfishes. By the way, I do not remember, Denise, do you or Todd remember goldfishes when you were kids? I don't. I don't remember seeing them. But apparently, 1962, Pepperidge Farms started making them. The little goldfish that you're... Kids and grandkids love so much. Well, I'll be tell you, disaster has struck the country because Pepperidge Farms, doggone them, is claiming that they are have no artificial flavors or no preservatives. Now coming along. By the way, I'm a plaintiff's lawyer, so I'm all for this stuff. But sometimes I do shake my head. They've come along and this individual who bought these crazy, wonderful (laughs) little fishies claims that she was misled because it has artificial flavors and more, not artificial flavor, it has preservatives. What is the preservative? Citric acid. Apparently, citric acid is a natural, and again, I'll repeat, a natural acid that comes from oranges that preserves things. And citric citric acid is in a lot of foods. You relook at your foods, and there's a lot of citric acid a citric acid in it because it prevents mold, you know, black mold, et cetera, et cetera And as a preservative, well, the argument is it's a natural preservative because it comes from oranges. Citrus uh, fruit. Citrus fruit. Yeah, yeah lemon, citru- you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Any, I just use oranges because I love oranges. Yeah. Any, any citrus fruit. However, they're arguing that, well, it is not a natural preservative and therefore that they misled the public and she would this gal said, and this is in New York, uh, would have never bought these evil, evil <laughs> Farm little red uh, orange fishies that taste so good that taste like cheese because the citric acid, in her opinion, was an issue and is not – a, is, is is a preservative and is not natural. So, the whole issue comes down to, uh, you know, it comes from natural citric fr- citrus fruits, but it's not true citric acid contains in, okay, let me quote her. Citrus acid occurs naturally, that's this is the complaint, when derived from certain citrus fruits. That is not true of citric acid, contained in the products, the citric acid contained in the products is commercially manufactured and the result of extensive chemical processing and is therefore artificial. So uh, that's what we're going to do is we're (laughs) going to follow this this tragic lawsuit. Uh, That's going to be a class action one. And here's the best part, Todd, as you're laughing, I know what you're saying. When it comes time, let's assume, I'm going to do an assumption, and Denise, you too. An assumption is the lawyers win, and this lady wins. Denise, having bought a pepperidge farm sometime in your life and had one of those little fishies, goldfishes, and you, Todd, how much money is going to come to your pocket? Uh, none. <laughs> oh, no, you'll get $0.25. Uh, no, I'll probably, uh, no, I'll...
3: You'll get a coupon toward the purchase of one or, yeah, some kind of very small compensation, $5 mm. or less.
1: Oh, 5 dollars would be a million. It would be. Uh, I'm saying twenty five cents. I, I, I would love. To,
2: I would love to see it if a judge just said, "Okay, I understand that the uh, that the class plaintiffs or the class plaintiffs will be paid in coupons, but out of fairness, I believe the attorneys in the case should also be paid in the same coupons if they're able to if they're able to sell those coupons <laughs> on eBay or Amazon for a profit. Good for them, but but everybody gets paid. In the same currency. And if it's coupon currency, so be it.
1: No, I see the judge (laughs) sitting up there going, I'm going to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. He's got some little, little uh, uh, your honor, you got some orange stuff around your lips. You got a uh, fin <laughs> hanging out of your mouth.
3: <laughs> the,
2: the court will take judicial notice that the evidence of an
7: Exhibit A is absolutely delicious.
0: <laughs> I like Todd's idea. Just just get the postman to bring a box full of coupons to the attorney's I don't office. like Here that because go. they're going to ask us
1: to do that as plaintiff's <laughs> lawyers. No, that is ridiculous. Pay the lawyers. That's what's important. You know, the thing that's
2: funny in this is, remember, we, remember when we did the... Uh, what was it? It was the almond milk. Oh, and, and, yeah. And, and the, milk, the milk association was like, oh, you can't call it almond milk because people will mistake it for real milk. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for for uh, pet stores that sell goldfish, actual goldfish. That's a misleading title on this goldfish cracker because it's got goldfish in the title. And somebody could be misled to think that they're buying something that goes in their aquarium. And it, it shouldn't.
1: By the way, from what I recall, the milk uh, board lost that case, and they were able to call almond milk. Almond milk, weren't they? I think so. Yeah, I you just... go look at it. It says almond. And milk. I don't right? remember. I, I do. I remember that. So
3: I thought if you squeezed almond real hard, it did create a milk. So
1: I just don't. No, they put water with it. It's water with it, and then it. Oh. It's so they soak it in water and then it the milk kind of comes out of, it's, a, it's it's not I a milk just, I just don't me.
2: think that the juice extracted from nuts is typically called
3: milk I mean we it's, should call it it's like know. oil
1: like uh, you know olive oil I peanut know, but, oil I know but look look it up Denise, on your computer Denise Watch this. Hey, look up on your computer right now, Todd, as we're talking. I want you to look up Almond Milk right. and look at it. for say, Put Amazon, Almond Milk for sale, and you will see. Does it still say milk on it? Because these lawsuits came quite a long ago, and I bet you'll see on Almond Milk, it says milk on it. It and, probably does. And, and it does now. So, all right. There's my goldfish story, and that's, you know, I'm, I'm going to, uh, you know, that's that's what I say, and... So a great st-
0: goldfish story on a scale of you know one to
2: five. Uh, oh, oh, oh! oh get, get this, get this, get this. So, so I, I logged on to Amazon really quick.
1: Yeah,
2: they don't call it almond milk two words. They now have come up with a new word, one word, almond milk, A-L-M-O-N-D-M-I-L-K. It's just almond milk.
1: Really? One milk? <laughs> just, one word? It's just one word. Mm. All right. We, we ain't saying it's you. This is a different word. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have to look up to see if they uh, if the argument, uh, if they won the case or not.
3: I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't remember. Uh, but here's the thing. I mean, you can call it cow's milk. You can call it goat's milk. You could call it um, lizard milk, right? Sure. So why not almond milk?
1: Maybe they
2: did because all, all of those things that you mentioned but for the lizard are mammals that that lactate and that's where the milk comes from. You're right.
1: It <laughs> says almond breeze and then one word almond milk underneath. Almond milk. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. That's, a, that's a, you know okay. We'll we'll, I, we'll we'll see your little lawsuit and what up you. You know we're gonna we're gonna during the break look up to see how that worked out. Um, yeah, <laughs> almond milk is one one word, and there's a whole yeah. bunch of different almond milk stuff, and it's it's one word.
0: You can buy muscle milk in the store. Now we know that's, that's not true. accurate. That's no. true.
1: Well, that's true.
2: Alfred. You're right muscle because, because but the argument there would be that no no muscle milk is, is milk mu- muscle milk is it, the word muscle milk describes what the milk is used to build.
3: Right. No so muscle milk is a crustacean.
2: Well no that's M U S S E L. Yeah, muscle... <laughs> oh my god. You know
7: this this could to, to the to, to no this this judges could go off the rails
0: pretty quickly. <laughs> <so.
1: laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. yeah. crustacean oh, milk?
3: Okay, I, All right, go ahead, go ahead, Denise. Put I yeah. have a nightmare. I have a nightmare for you guys. Oh, oh, do tell. Can you imagine signing a lease for you to be able to oh, move into the home that you really are excited to move in, and you start moving in on the date the lease begins, and you get most of your stuff in there, especially the most important sentimental stuff you have, and you come back two days later, and it's all gone. And some of it's at the curb to be thrown out in the trash. Mm. That happened to a family in Florida. And what happened is the property manager...
2: <laughs> they didn't lease from the wife of a dentist, did they? No. Okay, go on. <laughs>
3: but the property manager accidentally gave instructions to their the people that cleaned the houses for them to that on the 10th of that month... They needed to clean out this house completely, get everything out of the house. To get ready for and these get people. get rid of it. To get ready for the people when the people had already moved in at 8. Wow. On the 8th. Wow. And, yeah. Um, and so the renters sued. They asked, they asked for compensation. Right. And the um, property management company wouldn't do it. Wow. Which doesn't make sense because they're basically saying, no, it was this other company that we contracted with that's, libel, not us.
1: Pointing the finger. That's the way you do it as a lawyer. We'll be back. we got a lot more to talk about.
0: What's the point of having blame if you can't shift it? We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk in just a little bit. We'll take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. The show continues after this. This is Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk
7: interest rates and inflation are out of control is your credit card debt also out of control it's time to resolve your debt and take back control for a lot less than what you owe if you have ten thousand dollars or more in credit card debt then you need to call us right now debt fix pros can significantly reduce the amount you owe and you could be debt free faster than you
0: think i knew we had to do something our debt was growing
3: it was getting out of control and we just didn't know what to do
0: We saw an ad for Debt Fix Pros. We called, and they showed us how fast they could get us out of debt.
3: It really was amazing, and now we're back in control.
7: Call now, and we'll show you how easy it is to fix your debt. The call and consultation are free. Call Debt Fix Pros right now at 800-580-7703, 800-580-7703, 800-580-7703.
6: Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549. 800-832-1549. 832 1549 That's 800-832-1549.
0: What's going on in here? Nothing. Just taking a bathroom break. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show.
1: Woohoo! We're back. Denise, Alaska Airlines, is that the one where. No, that's not the one where the door came, where the door yes, was supposed to be. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah.
3: This is a huge lawsuit. And that's
1: this a brand. It was a brand new plane, wasn't it?
3: No, it wasn't a brand new plane. Not new. in this particular case, but it's a brand new type of plane that was created by um, Boeing? the Washington Boeing.
1: Boeing. Exactly. But and I thought the plane was only like six months old or seven months old or something like that. I don't know. It
3: had, it had had some problems, and that plane actually they oh. were restricting it so it did not fly over any ocean. Or any water, Ooh. so that particular plane had had some had some, had some problems, but it was not serious enough to take it off the um, <laughs> out of flight. I don't know if I if I'm a
2: passenger <laughs> on a plane <laughs> and the door's blowing off, I'm kind of hoping it's over water. I know it's a long way down, but at least give me a shot. Come well, on. no,
1: here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason they do that just step so they can land somewhere. If there's exactly,
3: a, yeah. emergency but, uh, Who's landing? the
1: guy? that's like. Ma'am, I'd like a extra. This guy's a jerk. I'd like a good seat. Let's put him next to the window where we're having the problems. Yeah. <laughs> put it. Put him next to the
2: pilot on the jump flight. No. That's trying to turn off the engines.
1: No, no. It's the. Oh, no, listen to this. This picture. Airline. Can, can you picture it? All right, forty-eight C. We're putting you in. All right, next to that nice, nice where were the window's supposed to be. All right, we'll all fasten our seat belts. up. You seatbelt fastened seat sign is off. Other than 48C? <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, you know what's amazing, honestly, that nobody was sitting in that, that aisle. Actually, you know what we should probably do? It was just say, amazing wh- What happened? happened.
2: What ha- We've we never really discussed. What we're setting time. it or up. it
3: was planned. We're yes.
2: setting it up. No, we, yeah. it's not
1: planned.
3: It could be. No. You know, they, they already knew there were some problems. You mean
0: sabotage? Could, I don't Well, know. no. I'm not into that, sabotage. We're not going to fly
3: over water, so let's not put anybody in that aisle. Oh, gotcha. Oh, you're saying they they
1: didn't let anyone in that aisle just because they knew there were maybe some issues there.
3: Exactly. I mean, we don't know. It's going to come out. Okay. Because now there's several passengers that have sued um, Alaska Airlines and Boeing over this um, issue, and it's in King County that they sued. That should be in Washington State. And, they, you know, it's one of the persons suing had two children, three children, small children on that flight. Can you imagine the fear when you have to get the, when the oxygen tank, uh, tank comes down and you have to like get your, chi- you get yourself done first and then looking at your children and prioritize which children gets the oxygen masks.
2: That's as, scary. As your kids stare up at you and go, mom took care of herself first. Oh
1: my gosh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, that's no, the No, they're way all it looking, at, which
1: one goes next? Yes. Which favor? Who's the favor? <laughs>
3: oh, Billy's right. She does love him more.
1: <laughs> I could see my mom and dad giving the other kids and just looking at me and going, "Yeah, you're on your own. <laughs> so She's
3: so like, she's th- this is literally her thought process. I can get my oldest son on. I can get my next child on. And then I can hold the baby and make sure the baby will survive. Right. I mean, think that's about a that. Mental. That's a mental. That's hard. Well, not just
1: that, but knowing, is it going to blow out? On you next to you, the side of the, the plane that blew yeah. out, but oh, they are yeah. luckily they're only up what about 20,000 feet or because at 13,000 feet, you can um you can uh, uh uh you can breathe even though it's hard to 12, 13,000 feet. In fact, by the way, the new plane I, I love planes that everyone here knows that other than my our listeners, I'm a big plane fanatic, and and the new jets, the new private jets and I think some of the other ones, it'll, the planes automatically adjust and will go down to 12,000, 13,000 feet if there's a loss of air pressure. So the, sometimes if the pilots can't get their, their masks on quick enough, boom, the plane takes over and goes down to 12,000 feet and sits there and just, just sits there at 12,000 until the pilots wake up. That's cool. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool,
2: man. That, that technology, had it been around, may have, may have saved the life of uh, pro golfer Payne Stewart. That's true. Remember, he was uh, died tragically yeah. in a plane accident when the, apparently the cabin and lost pressurization. Everybody passed out, and mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, that, that one. By the way, i, mess, I looked. That was a, that that plane, and it was a, a Learjet, from what I recall. Had prior problems. It was an old one. It had prior issues with this pressurization. A number of apparently a number of times. I mean, the
0: model or that particular that particular plane. one. Oh yeah, right.
1: And it had been in repairs before it. This was my understanding. And and then uh, you know, you're going up at forty thousand feet, and uh, and the, the scary thing was it was all, everything was iced up, completely iced up. Yeah. They couldn't see in, and they sent an F-16 up, and they're just cruising along, looking out like. Hello. Hey. You know? And they just had to wait till it ran out of gas and just plummeted to the earth.
3: Yeah, how sad. <laughs> you know yeah. uh, Alaska what what
2: what a tough stretch for Alaska Airlines in the well, last year. You had you had the the pilot that was, uh, that was having the adverse... He he wasn't the pilot of the jet. He was on a jump flight, having an adverse reaction, sitting in the cockpit, and tries to turn off the engines. Then when they take him from there and put him in the back, they have to keep him from trying to open the door. And, and you know, it's interesting. So the, the jurisdiction in your case here, where the door came off, was Lake uh, County in Washington, because that's where the accident, the door flew off, right? Yes. This, this pilot, the jurisdiction is in Oregon because that was the airspace that they were over when uh when he tried his shenanigans. It was a flight from Washington to California, but he gets charged in port in uh Oregon. He eh?
3: gets arrested and charged yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's
2: just, it's just Alaska Airlines. You wonder what the uh, I'm just wondering what the marketing team for Alaska Airlines is doing. Oh my gosh.
1: Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a little bit of extra marketing. We we've got to change it up. Isn't there a person looking for a job from Bud Light that we can ho- use? <laughs> 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 yeah, no kidding. No. Ti- I wonder. I wonder if that
2: person's available. Oh, so there's uh, a lot
3: more information coming out. I can What's hear that. And you know enough? where these doors that the one that came off. You know what they found. What? They found them in other airplanes, too, like United and and all of that, because they grounded the FDA, FDA, FAA grounded Mm -hmm. um, all of the flights. They found that they were built in South Korea and that they were not properly um, tightened.
1: So okay, maybe I am confused. Was this the one where it was not a door, but it was where a door was supposed to put in, and they put what's called a plug in there? Yeah, a, pa- yeah. a panel. Yeah. But so it's a so just so you know, it's not a door.
3: No, it's a plug, but it's a it plug. is a door plug.
1: Yeah, it's a door plug, right. So it's where they shaped would, like the door. But you can't see it, though. You can't, it doesn't look like it.
3: You can on the outside.
1: Alaska Airlines, a lot
0: of close
2: calls. I'm going to look at that.
1: I think, I, I don't know. I don't know. On the outside, it looks like you can see the plug,
2: huh? Alaska yeah. Airlines, introducing a new in-flight cabin air refresh
1: service. <laughs> Complimentary. Oh, I like it. Alaska Luckily, Airlines. they weren't up at 38,000 or something there. Well, I think, they were, at, of your life, I think um. they were like at 18,000 when it came out. Can you see it? Whoop, that thing goes up. Oh, all right, here Joey, uh, we got something going on here.
3: Yeah, no, one of the teens lost their shirt and their phone. I mean, they were <laughs> strapped in, thank goodness, but they took their shirt off.
2: Oh uh, yeah. Oh, I don't I know. Mean, but how it come scary! Out of the, come that, out of the bathroom. Where's your shirt? Oh, it got it got ripped off in the in the depressurization. Uh, yeah. But that's think true. about
1: that though. The times when they say take off your seatbelt and you take your seatbelt off, do you go, eh, maybe I'm going to keep it on the whole time. You know. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Alaska Airlines. We get there on time if we get there. With or when, without your show. When we
0: arrive, it's always on yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got a lot airlines. more going now, on. Now with the next hour,
1: next hour, we're going to do another case or no case. We got Pierce Brosnan. We got a bonfire lawsuit, NFL John Gruden. We're going to talk about uh, a drunk bar case, don't eat lobster case. Uh, we're not telling you not to eat lobster. We got a buffer law case. And I got the latest on Alex Murdoch. We'll be back.
0: More Radio Law Talk is coming up at six minutes after next hour on many great local radio stations. If that's not your station, you can go to radiolottalk.com and hear us live, or you can stream all previous episodes. And again, it's all at no charge for your listening pleasure. Stay tuned as Radio Law Talk continues.